just like Vince McMahon after long overstaying his welcome as an in-ring and on-camera performer. We're back with a bonus episode. Bonus. We can't just do the same thing as break the format. What do we? What do we do? Bonus. 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 It's different. It's slightly different. Yeah. Bonus. 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 Okay. Oh no. Bonus! That's the bonus bird. Ooh. 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 Turtle doves. Ooh. 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 Bonus. Ooh. Ooh. I is the host of these this show. Who is it? I... See how I tied it back in? Yes. Yeah. I... I'm your host, your favorite walking visual stereotype, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, joined as always by the razzmatazz to your jazz cabbage. I don't know what that means. I love that. <laughs> I just wanted to as. I dig it. I was digging as. Oh, digging as. I don't know what that means. Anyway, my name is <laughs> Brayden, otherwise known as Damien Deschain. We're all digging as. We watch Nikita Lions. Uh... Digging as folks, <laughs> dearly beloved, we are gathered here today on this bonus episode to talk to you about night two of the wrestling mania 38. Mm. 38 years of maniacal wrestling. <laughs> mm, okay, uh, yeah, bonus episode. You probably just listened to the last one, yep. you're listening to this one. Thank you for your time. You're cut. Um, <laughs> Just. <laughs> but, before we get into this horse shit, we yeah. gotta open that bell. Yeah. Now, uh, flavor seltzer you got there? Citrus. That's a Bud Light hard soda. Citrus. citrus soda. Citrus. Naturally flavored. Now, in theory, that's a Sprite, that's a 7-Up, that's a Sierra Mist. Your yeah, thoughts? yeah, 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 yeah. Your, your thoughts on it? It's pretty good. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I do like it. <coughs> um, it's Excuse also me, not a low-calorie food. That's um, what it says underneath there. I mean, each can is 100 calories. That's not terrible. It just says, asterisk, not a low-calorie calorie food. That's so strange. I, <laughs> is someone considering this a food? I don't know. They wouldn't put that on the can unless there was a reason to. Yeah. It says it right underneath naturally flavored. I'm having another orange one right now. I'm having another orange. Another orange. Uh, so. Mm. Having me a sip. Uh, we talked a lot <laughs> on the last episode before we even got into the main event. Yes. Covered a lot of shit on the undercard. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Talked about trip to Texas. Talked about video game consoles. Talked about thrillers. Talked about the Ring of Honor show. Talked about GCW. Good stuff. I got something I need to discuss on this undercard. Okay, I love it. Let's this go. is not wrestling related. Okay, okay, yeah. I think I know where you're going with this. I think you teased it to I, me. I hope you're excited because I am. I'm. I'm ready to just fucking. Burn some shit down over this. I'm literally bouncing. I'm so excited. <laughs> Folks, I went and saw Sony Pictures <laughs> Morbius. 
Starring yeah. Jared Leto. Huh? <laughs> Jared Leto. Um, <laughs> I thought for a second you actually said that. We Okay, so we, we've talked a lot about movies on here. We've talked a lot about superhero movies. Mm-hmm. This one, currently, if you go to like your Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that, is ranked as the second worst Marvel movie of all time. Now, when this was brought to my attention by a friend of mine, I says, well, wait a minute, what what's the worst one? It's the Fantastic Four remake from, like, 2017. And I go, oh, yeah, that one's undeniably bad. That's a, that's almost unwatchable. Yeah. yeah and I that heard. movie is so bad that I forgot that I watched it until <laughs> that conversation happened. And then the follow-up question was, is Morbius better than that? And I go, it is. Okay. But that's also really fucking bad. Okay. Braden, this fucking movie. <laughs> Tell me. It... Take every generic thing that you can think of, <laughs> even in the, like, we've talked about, I like superhero movies, you like superhero movies, there are still those beats that are just played out, in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. even the ones that are good, they're all in this, this mm. is a vampire movie that seemingly has no blood, vampires are always <laughs> supposed to be like, kinda sexy, there's no sex, there's no, there's there's a kiss in this movie, there's one kiss in this movie, Okay. so I'm like, I know that we're doing this whole he's a vampire but he's a vampire made by science that's what this character was it is boring it is uninteresting none of it makes any sense this motherfucker starts flying <laughs> and they don't they explain every other fucking thing that he can do and when i say explain it's just i have super strength and speed not sure why are are bats super strong and fast i don't or, know i think they're awesome Sure. Like, uh, he's able to communicate with bats in this? Is that not a thing that he... I don't... I'm not I familiar don't, with the comic book Okay, character. so... Okay, so winding it back. We're gonna go back a bit here on a couple layers. Number one. Morbius, in the books and the cartoons, is like a C-list villain for Spider-Man. Yeah. And the main tie-in was Blade, because Blade is a vampire hunter. Morbius is a vampire, but he is made by science. He's not born a vampire. He's not bit by another vampire or any of that shit, right? Yeah. So the initial conflict in the books was basically between Blade and Morbius because there was a machine that could, in essence, make vampires. Well, that's something. That should be this movie. Give me Morbius the man-made vampire versus just, I don't know, mystical vampires. That's... Something? Yeah. There's no Spider-Man in this. Uh, the thing that pisses me off about the movie, uh, the trailers, they show you Michael Keaton, who played the Vulture in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Phenomenal performance. I absolutely I loved love it. it. Loved it, right? So good. He's in the trailers. So you're like, oh shit. Well, that's interesting. We're tying it into the MCU somehow. Michael Keaton is in the stinger scenes, plural, which I'm going to bitch about here in a minute, and that's it. The scene that he's shown in in the trailer is not in the movie. <laughs> the scene in the trailer where you see Spider-Man in the background like on a poster or something is not in the movie. The line in the trailer where somebody says, who are you? And he says, I am Venom. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Dr. Michael Morbius. Is not in the movie. 
He just says, I am Venom, and then lets the guy go. And I'm like, now you're just lying. Also, you don't know what universe this takes place in. The Dude, these, these Sony, Marvel, but not MCU, but kind of MCU movies need to stop. Dude, it's pissing me off. It's genuinely it's really annoying. fucking pissing me off. Uh, give me a, a minute or two to more rant, and then remind me about the stinger scenes. Okay, because I'm gonna fucking unload about these stinger scenes. Uh, so this movie, when I say it's a fucking stereotype on film, oh, you're a you're a person with an unnamed affliction, and you became a doctor, and you tried to cure yourself, but the cure is a curse, and it made you a superhuman. That's been done. It has been done to goddamned fucking death. And it was done to death in the comics. So just don't do it. <laughs> like, this would have been better if they had just been like... If they had just started the movie and the cold open had been him a voiceover being like, I tried to cure myself and in the process turned myself into a vampire. I'd been like, okay, you're a fucking vampire. Tell me a story. I don't need any of this yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. need any of it. There's bits in it where he's moving at super speed, but the they put this effect on it where it looks like the color and the trails are coming off him. It almost looks like the Venom goo or whatever whenever he's moving this fast. I'm like, what is that? Tell me what that is. And they at no point address it. They don't say a <laughs> fucking thing. There's a shot in it where he's just standing in a glass tube with bats flying around him. And I'm like, that's... A shot from Batman Begins, where <laughs> yeah. Bruce Wayne is standing in the yeah. cave and the bats are flying around him and he's got his arms out spread or whatever. And I'm like, that's that shot. Uh, there's The villain in this is nothing. It's just a guy who takes the same serum and then does the same shit as Morbius and then they fight. And I'm like, I don't care about this. He's not even from the comics. It's just a fucking dude. Like, it's an hour 40 minutes. It's boring Nothing, like, okay, the best way I can describe this experience, I'm the, I'm the type of person that I don't leave a theater. When I'm sitting there in that movie theater and I'm watching a movie, I don't leave. I will clinch my asshole shut with a force. I will pinch my dick shut with a force. I'm not going to that fucking bathroom until that movie fucking ends. Right? <laughs> this this is just how I am. This is yeah, how I yeah. operate. I am the same way, but I've never heard it described that way. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this movie, and I'm trying. I'm really trying. And I don't know if I, like, rub my face or something, but my left contact started to fuck up on me. It, like, got wrinkled or folded. So I'm like, ah, God damn it. So I'm, like, holding my eye open, trying to flatten it out or whatever. Doesn't happen. My contact starts to pop out of my eye. I grab it. Okay? In the dark in the theater. And I'm still watching the movie. A number of years ago, I'm being completely sincere when I say this. I would have either, one, held on to that contact and just been like, well, I'll fix this when the movie ends. And at this point, by the way, in the movie, we're about to get to Act 3. Like, we're building towards the big fight scene. Okay. Or, a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, well, fuck. And I would have thrown it on the ground and just operated with some slightly blurred vision until I got home. Or, there was a time where, and I'm not lying, I would have put that contact in my lip like a piece of chew until the movie was over, gone to the bathroom, washed it off in water, and then put it back in my fucking eye. Okay. That happened. That I'm saying I would have done that oh because that happened. Oh my word. This that happened this time? Like you should do that. <laughs> probably not. This happened this time, and I was like, 
huh, well, I guess I'm walking out of here. I went to the bathroom, washed my contact off, put it back in my eye without incident, took a very long piss, came back. I didn't miss a fucking thing. Literally was talking to a friend of mine who saw it and was like, yeah, this is where I left and this is where I came back. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you didn't miss anything. (laughs) If I'm gone for four minutes in a movie that's an hour and 40 minutes long, I should feel like something happened. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. Nothing happened. I've had that happen in the past, and I feel like I've missed something. And And sometimes you do. And I I don't do that anymore. I tough it out. Yeah. Mm. So, the movie ends. uh, They set up a sequel, obviously. I don't... I hope it's not happening. The thing that pissed me off the most is, like, as I was watching, I was like, this is so paint-by-the-numbers. This it just felt like the studio, these executives, whatever, were like, "Here's all the boxes we have to check, guys," and that was it. Yeah, it, it just, nobody tried. There's no effort put into any of it. They have the the pair of cops that are trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, you guys, like, they ref. By the way, they do reference Venom in it because like one of the cops is like, "This is the craziest thing since that shit in San Francisco," and I'm like, "How would you know about that? You're in New York." Who cares? Um, I don't know. I feel like that'd be kind of widespread news. Well, maybe. Okay, so, okay, so tonally, this is my bitch with this. Um, if you like, we both like superhero movies, but now they're established a point where it's like, guys, you can take a superhero movie and do something different with it. Yeah. Like I know we've talked about like Logan is a superhero movie, but it's also in essence a western. Yeah. And That's, it rules. It does. It, that movie's fucking great. If you're going to do a superhero movie where your main character is a vampire, it's a horror movie. Make it a fucking horror movie. Make it rated... Like, okay, like Deadpool and Deadpool 2, those are R-rated comedies with superhero stuff in them. Yeah. It's still... Yeah. They're still funny. I love both of those movies. I love... Oh, my God. Those movies rule. I think 2 I is read- better than 1, actually. But, uh, but I think it's because 2 leans harder into the... This is a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. 2 has that crazy thing where they recruit the team of people and they all just die. I think I... Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I like... <laughs> I think I like the climax of the first one better. Sure, yeah. But I think I agree. Like, the yeah. other one is funnier. Yeah. Uh, but, so then with this Morbius thing, I'm like, just why can't this just be a horror movie? Why can't it be violent and, like, You can't do things that are different, Tom. People don't buy different. They buy the same. And that's... It depresses me. (laughs) It's because I'm watching this and I'm like, man, if Sony wanted to to be like, hey, we're going to borrow shit from the successful MCU and keep our studio afloat, do something different with it. If you're going to make a Venom movie, make it a horror movie. He's a fucking monstrous brain-eating alien. Don't make it funny. Don't make it fucking quips. I love Tom Hardy in the in that movie, the first one. But like, that's it. That's it. The second one is trash. It's awful. This one, he's a goddamn vampire. Like, okay. And if, it, if it's, it's infuriating, so- if it's a Sony movie, make it a Sony movie. Yes. Not a fucking MCU movie. Not that's a poor not man's MCU. MCU movie. Yeah. Like, even the MCU movies that I have, like, watched and I've never gone back to, to rewatch again, most of them I still really fucking like. 
Yeah. There's only a few of them where I've ever walked out of the theater and been like, yeah, I just didn't care for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Have you rewatched Winter Soldier yet? No, I have not. I need to. Mm. So these fucking stinger scenes. Okay, yeah, the stinger scenes. So this movie ends, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, none of the shit that's in the trailer is in this. And I'm I'm getting mad. I'm just like, this is trash. I fucking hate this. Stinger scene starts. Here's how stinger scene starts, Braden. Shot of New York City, and a big purple rift in the sky opens up. And I'm like, oh, that looks very much like the rift in the sky from No Way Home. Shot of a prison cell, and all of a sudden, there's Michael Keaton. He just appears. Maybe you can help me on this. Does he die at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home? No, he's in jail. Okay, I genuinely didn't remember, and this doesn't play into a factor here, but I was kind of like, wait, is he dead? Is he not? He just appears in that prison cell, so that kind of makes sense. Appears, looks around, realizes he's in a cell but a different cell, and his first line of dialogue, he just goes, Wow, I hope the food's better in this joint. I'm like, is that a joke? Is that the joke? (laughs) Cut to a news report. So keep in mind, he's in a different universe now. So I'm gonna I have to bitch about this. I I cannot wait to hear what you think about this. He's in a different universe now. News report. A man appeared in a prison cell on Rikers Island claiming to be Adrian Toombs, blah blah blah. So I'm like, okay. For the people who don't know, now maybe you know. But if you didn't know who it was based on the actor, you're not going to know based on the name. Okay, whatever. More credits. Second stinger scene. It's just Morbius driving in the car. Looks at the GPS. He has like the, the pin location or whatever. Seemingly out in the middle of nowhere. He drives to the middle of nowhere. Stops, gets out of the car. The vulture... As in his full suit and everything flies up to him. The editing on this, Braden, is embarrassing because it's the thing where I'm like, you guys had this footage of Jared Leto and you didn't have shit for Michael Keaton because he came in for a day and you computer animated the rest of this and got him to do the phone, the voice recording on a phone or something. The vulture flies up, never takes the helmet off or anything. Vulture flies up and says, Thanks for meeting me out here, Dr. Morbius. I don't know how I got here, but I think it has something to do with Spider Man. Smash cut to Jared Leto's face. He doesn't say anything. It just kind of goes, uh. Like, just not even that noise. Just is, like, confused. Back to the vulture, and he goes, I think you and me should team up. Maybe with a few others. We could do some good. Back to the credits. That's it. What? Now, here's my question to you. Because you're... you're Okay. You're a fan of these things, okay? The Vulture is in, let's I'm going to call it Universe A, right? Or I'm going to call it MCU. Let's just call it what it is. He's Vulture's in the MCU. Mm-hmm. In said film, the no um, uh, Homecoming, he creates his suit based on both Tony Stark technology and alien technology from the events of the first Avengers movie. Yes. Okay. That's how he makes that suit. Yes. He has now been teleported into this other universe where the alien thing didn't fucking happen and there is no Tony Stark. How does he have that goddamned suit? It's the same thing. Did he, like, remember how to do... Like, what? 
How? Uh... And I know this the isn't fair to throw on you because you haven't even seen it, but I'm suit, telling you everything you need to know. The suit came with him. <laughs> <laughs> Into the prison cell where he's wearing his fucking jumper? Like, I don't know, dude. It's I, can't, so, it's, I can't explain dude, that. It's so this stupid. This is Sony. It, this it, is not it, Marvel's fault. I know. It's, it is Sony's fault. Fuck them. It made me so angry. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah. even yeah. if you're a fucking nerd, you're just insulting the nerds now. Yeah. What the fuck? The thing that bothers me the most about this, because I didn't even pick up on that part first, um, is the fucking... So he's in another universe. Yeah. And his first idea is that I had to do something with Spider-Man. How would he know? How would he know? And also, ass. There's been a hundred million Avengers that are known around the world now. Right. How do you not know that it's... How do you think it's just... It has to be Spider-Man. And, on top of that, why do you care? Why, how could it... You're in a Dr. different Strange? goddamned universe. Yeah, How is your matter. concern not get me home? <laughs> how are you not saying, where am I? Who is any of this? Why don't you know any of the events that I'm talking about? Did any of you guys disappear for five years when you were dead, not dead? None of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, who cares about this vampire dipshit? Why do you give a fuck? I don't know. The thing that pissed me off is I know they're trying to build towards like a Sinister Six movie to make their own bullshit Suicide Squad alternative, which, thank you, guys, you can't say he's convulsing right now. I don't want this. I'm having I don't a need fit. this. Nobody needs this. Nobody wants this. I hate it. Dude, I fucking dude. hate it. And the way the way that I think you sh- you and me should team up. Why? For, Why? To what For end? For what reason? You're the vulture. You clearly have your suit somehow. What's this fucking mook going to help you with? Just, we could do some good. What? what do you mean? Just, I, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I cannot believe I'm about to say this. But, watching this movie and those stinger scenes made me think, you know what? In that fucking bullshit Justice League movie which the original cut I did not like, and the Snyder cut I did watch, and I liked better but still didn't like, at least they were just introducing these people in that movie, where it's like, hey, let's go get Aquaman. Hey, let's get the Flash. Hey, let's whatever. And then after that, they were like, well, where did they come from? And then you get your fucking origin thing. If if Sony wants to do a Sinister Six movie, which I don't think is a fucking good idea and I'm not interested in, just do that. Just do a Sinister Six movie, and then afterwards, if that succeeds, which it won't, <laughs> then you can be like, well, I wonder where Morbius came from. Then make that movie. Yeah. Just I, I can't believe that's a weird thing where I'm like, I kind of think DC may have got that right, where it's like, oh, these are side characters. These are ancillary characters. Yeah. Let's just introduce them in, a, in an ensemble thing. So then it's like, oh, well, people are coming to see this movie for Batman and Superman, but we're going to show you... Aquaman, The Flash, Cyborg, whatever. Oh, this movie, in theory, if it had been successful, would be like, oh, well, now we'll give Cyborg his own movie. Because you've established him. Mm-hmm. While he's there with people that are interesting. And instead... The problem is they're trying to recreate the the Marvel effect, where they started with one and built to another, agreed. and then they built that way. That, frankly, could not be done anymore. They, they, you can't do that anymore. Correct. It, they did it perfectly from... Uh, the first Iron Man to the first Avengers movie. Per- 
beautifully. Absolutely. And it will never be done better. It can't, I agree. It can't be. So don't do it. Exactly. Just don't fucking do it. Exactly. Like, do do any, like, because that's been done, you, you're right. You're better off if you're going to do it now. Hey, do your Avengers movie. And then do your fucking solo acts. Yeah. T- so to speak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, dude, it was bad. It was infuriating. Jared Leto is bad in this movie. The script heard, is bad. I heard that, that was, he was not great. There's some weird quote from him where he's like, oh, well, the character's not that far from my actual personality. So, have, so I'm like, so I, I heard that. And I'm like, so you have no personality. You're just a person who exists. I hate you. Which sucks because I actually, there's been times where I liked Jared Leto. Yeah. And sometimes he's a good actor, and then sometimes he's just <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. And 30 Seconds to Mars has a couple of songs that I like, but like, fuck! <laughs> oh, it was just, it was bad, it was infuriating. There's line, there's lines in it where I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like, there's literally a bit where they've got him um, in like a police station and they're questioning him. Yeah. And he's got, like, a timer for how long it is until he needs to feed on blood, right? Okay. And he starts getting, like, irritated or something, and he literally says, I'm getting hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. And I'm like, you know what? You don't get to do that. Like, I'm sorry. You No. It made me angry. And by the way, I saw this in a theater that had other people in it. Silence. Throughout the entire thing. The loudest noise in that theater was me at a couple of points. That being one of them going... Ugh. It was unbelievable. <laughs> that, that line makes me sad. I don't know, like, again, I'm like, what? what is this for? There's a bit where um, he's having, like, uh, lunch with Homegirl or whatever, this, like, the, the romantic interest, and he, she hands, like, slides a coffee mug across a table or something, and he goes to grab it, and it's in the sunlight, and he just goes, ah! And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, and he's like, I'm just playing, I'm not that kind of vampire, and just grabs it, and I'm like, again, is that... <laughs> Uh, is that funny? Is, is this that good? The, is that the joke? I don't know. Okay, hold on. I gotta say something because you did that. You, you did that earlier. Yes. Where you said, "Is that a joke? Is that the joke?" Yes. When we say something naturally that sounds like an "I think you should leave" quote, and uh-huh. then we immediately cut ourselves off and then do the quote. Uh huh. That's one of my favorite things that happens yeah. with us. Oh yeah. Where that it makes just me laugh. In. That makes me laugh every time. It's as if we have to say, "Yo, that's not us." Yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> somebody, that a jo- is that the joke? Somebody else wrote that. We have to break it by giving them. That's how we give them credit. Oh, god damn it. Uh, it was. It wasn't even like so bad. It's good type of fun. Yeah, it was just a letdown through and through. Just insulting. Just yeah. insulting, honestly. Like, Anyways, now that we've done that, do you have anything for the undercard, or can we get to this I shit? do actually oh have a God. bit of a thing for the undercard. I wanted to. T- this would make more sense to talk about after we cover the show, By but all means, I, I don't want to do that after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Raw After Mania. I, I watched it. a goddamn thing. I watched it. First of all, I, I already talked about it. I thought it would be a good idea to have Cody versus Ricochet for the IC champion 
shit, right. and Cody wins in a great match. They give him time. I would I would have put that on there fantasy booking, mm-hmm. and then I was like, what if The Rock shows up when Roman's doing who cares what? Sure. None of those things happened. No. Neither, and and nothing happened, actually. Actually, I take that back. I saw the ending segment of Raw After Mania, and mm-hmm. I was like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> Set through three hours of a television show for Roman to come out and say I'm going to talk to you all on a different show in four days what they really wanted that's a draw for for Smackdown you want to hear what he's got to say (laughs) stupid stupid dude nothing happened yeah that's that's what happened what about the uh, hot debut of Ezekiel (laughs) okay you know future world champion and main eventer Ezekiel. So, so, hold on now. So Ezekiel comes out, right? I see sure. Ezekiel. First of all, I see Ezekiel before the theme song registers, so I immediately go, is Ezekiel Jackson coming back? I would have because been I would have This here's what you call domination. It's a combination of skill and concentration. Thank you. I don't remember the other lyrics. I'm sorry. Um, Velocity, amazing... So rise to the occasion, do something amazing. Rise to the anything occasion. Anything that I do, I dominate. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a second. But um, but then I heard the theme song. I was like, this is a different person. NXT call up? Nope. It's uh, Elias with a no facial hair. Hate and it. Shorter hair. Hate it. I do too. I loved Elias. <laughs> I did too. I so, don't know why we needed to kill that character. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, But whatever, I'll be willing to see what they do with him but first of all at this thing when they said the fir- when he, when he said I'm Elias's brother mm-hmm. at first I was like oh my god and then they leaned into that a little bit more mm-hmm. and I was like wait a minute this could be awesome okay so I I am cautiously optimistic at least do you think gear is very generic do you, oh yeah. Do you think they'll go the route where he references that Elias is still around, but it's the thing where you never see them in the same place at the same time, kind of like a uh, Abyss and a Joseph Parks, yeah, type of scenario. That'd be interesting. Yeah, the we eventually book like, a tag match with Elias and, and Ezekiel as a team. Yeah, but who yeah. would be Elias? That's the fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fantasy booking. You advertise that. Who who's carved up? <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar <laughs> as Elias. He just comes out in the jeans. Dies has his hair has, has his hair poorly dyed. I don't want like, him to do that. No, no, I I do, but I want it to be like that thing where it's like you you can easily wash it out. Yeah, yeah. So then the moment that he starts to sweat, he's just bleeding. Black yeah, yeah. out of his head, and he will, brother. He's oh, gonna absolutely! Get, he's gonna sweat on his entrance, just pouring down his body. <laughs> Dude, I rewatched Punk and Brock Lesnar. It's so good. He is purple at points. Dude. Easily, yeah. He, he's just pouring. <laughs> um, there was a uh, um, on my beloved forgotten cartoon show, The Critic. Uh, there was a joke where they were making fun of bad Saturday Night Live sketches, and they were talking about Mr. Sweaty Guy, <laughs> and it's a cartoon that looks like Chris Farley, and just goes, oh man, I'm getting nervous, and raises his arms up and sweat. It's like a fire hydrant from each side just pouring out of him. 
Jesus. It's like, yeah, that's the entire character. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? I think we were about to start this main event. Yeah, because I was just talking about how nothing happened. Nothing yeah. of note. It felt like the least bit... Oh, Veer showed up. Oh, thank God. And then he murder-fucked the Mysterios because they just hate Ray. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. They really do hate Ray. Why does he hate Ray? I don't Why know. Why do they hate Ray? They, I have no they idea. give him the shittest. All the time. Anyway, um, yeah, now I'm ready to get to this friggin' thing, because I just wanted to talk about that. Night two of the WrestleMania. We have no information on the two-hour, possibly, pre-show, as neither of us watched it. Um, opens with Triple H's retirement spot. Yes. It was kind of cool. Um, it was... I'm glad he's alive, because I say, genuinely wasn't sure at we, points. We, I'm positive we brought that up on this show, We did. Right? Okay. We did. Okay. Um, I feel like this show is slowly this becoming one in the last 90%. One, yeah. Did we talk about this yeah. on this show? Which we talked about <laughs> that before we even started recording. I'm just like, and how we kind of talked about it on the recording. So we talked about that, about talking about that. Now we're just inceptioning. Uh, no, this was cool. Um, Meg pointed out that like you never see their kids. Yeah. You never see Triple H and Stephanie's kids. And you saw all three of them there. I was like... Yeah, that was that was kind of neat. Uh, yeah. Also, I forgot they'd had kids for so long. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure one of those is at least able to drive a car. Yeah. What, holy shit. Like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it comes out basically, what is it? He just welcomes everyone to WrestleMania and then leaves a pair of boots. Yeah. That's sad, but... It is, yeah. True. <laughs> Good song. Um... Yeah, like, I mean, we've talked about Triple H a lot in here. It's not much, I guess, we need to say at this point for this. But, yeah, good. I mean, good for him for getting at least to say goodbye. Yes. That was cool. Um, Raw tag team title match opens. Triple Threat, RK Bro, a team that I have very much warmed up to against the Street Profits, against the Academy. Another team that I have very much warmed up to. Okay. I love Chad Gable. I do too, dude. I'm glad that they have finally found something for him. He is still, in essence, just doing year 2000 Kurt Angle. Shoosh! Mm-hmm. Uh, all that jet. You know what I mean? Like, it's goofy and dumb. Yeah. And then he's so good in the ring. Otis is Otis is good. Yeah. At what he does. Yeah. I love the uh, snake graphics for RK-Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was something about that that popped. Me. I was like, "Oh, I yeah. like that the, even the snakes don't get along." A uh, couple of fun stats from this: Randall Orton has walked into WrestleMania with the following championships: the Intercontinental Title, the United States Title, the WWE Title. Technically speaking, the World Heavyweight Title, because he walked into Mania 30 carrying both belts, and now the tag title. No one else has done this. You, you, he's the best. This is Orton's 18th consecutive mania. Jeez. Which I was like, wait, what? Because I know he's missed stretches of time due to being injured and, you know, whatever. His first mania was 20. He has not missed one. Hmm. Unbelievable. I love it. 
Uh, I love this match. I fucking yes. love this. <laughs> I thought it was fucking great. Yes. Um, just there's a, there's a sign that I that I that actually Dakota found it mm-hmm. that just says Austin Theory eats corn the long way. Meg pointed that out too. Huge pop. Just okay. so fucking funny. It's so weird. Um. I love how they all just start bullying Chad Gable. Mm. <laughs> uh, Chad Gable's moonsault. Mm-hmm. If I ever yeah. make my own Twitter, it's going to be at Chad Gable's moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I also have a note here that says, Gable is almost a perfect professional wrestler. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything that he fails at. Dude, just, I'm a huge fan. Big time, big time. I, I also have a note here, RK Bro Rule. Yeah. And it, it's funny because, okay, so like Meg has hated Matt Riddle since like day one. Yeah. For reasons that I can't explain. Okay. I even at one point pointed out, I was like, you know, it's just RVD. It's the, it's all, it's the same shtick. Yeah. Oh, you're a laid back stoner dude who beats the shit out of people? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she has warmed up to uh, Matt Riddle through RK-Bro. She loves RK-Bro now. We'll watch Raw just for them. I love it. Yeah, same. There's a doomsday- That's a draw, brother. Yeah. There's a Doomsday Bulldog in this match, a little Steiner style. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fucking There's Doomsday dope. Blockbuster in this match, which is an unreal bump for, for Montez anyone. Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the height. Uh, it's that, incredible. That, how? Unbelievable. Um, small s- side tangent. The Doomsday Blockbuster made me remember this weird thing. So when Edge and Christian first became a team, like this would have been ninety late 97, early 98, their original tag finish was a double stack superplex where Christian would get Edge on his shoulder. They would put a guy on the top turnbuckle. Christian would get Edge on his shoulders and walk over there, and then Edge would superplex the guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. That, and that was the finish. Love it. Um, I hate this match tip. The, the match what? The match type. Stip Triple threat tag? I hate it. And here's why. Probably, yeah. No DQ. But you're why still tagging in and out. aren't they beating the shit out of each other? I don't know. I hate that. It's insulting. No you're asking me to ignore rules. I know. I hate it. I'm with you. There's a fucking springboard RKO for Matt Riddle, though, at the, towards the end of this. Goddamn, yeah. Orton has peak fire in this match at one point. He runs that hot tag. The power slams. Dude. The, the one on Montez Ford, especially. Yeah. Like a fucking Swiss watch, man. Just click. Done. Just. Oh, it's so good. Crowd is up too. Crowd's real hot for this. Um, springboard RKO in my mind should have been the finish. Yeah. And then we get another one where Chad Gable is going for a flying nothing off the top rope, but Orton catches him. Cool. Still very good. But I was like, man, that springboard one from Riddle was. To me, it was just a notch or two cooler. I don't know. It's debatable, I guess. Yeah. Fantasy booking, as far as like timing on this, would be peak. Orton is in the ring. Someone's going to jump on him. 
Riddle hits the springboard uh, RKO, goes for the cover, one, two, as Gable tries to break up the pin, Orton co- co- oh, okay. uh, gets him in the RKO at the same time as the pin. Sure, sure. I don't know. <laughs> what if it had been Orton's down, Chad Gable goes up one corner, Montez Ford goes up to the other one. They're yelling at each other from corner to corner, hey, what are you going to do, what are you going to do? While they're doing that, Orton starts to get up, Chad jumps, RKO... Montez Ford is on the corner like, whoa, what? Riddle, springboard, RKO. Montez lands on Gable, like a frog splash, but still with the RKO. Boom, roll him over, pin both. Love it. That would have been cool as shit. Hire me, Vince. You got yeah. plenty of agents. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> Fuck them. Um, I love this match. I-, I dug it. I really fucking dug it. Um, then they do a bit with, uh, Gable Steveson after this. Yes. Where it's just obvious that it's like, we will make you love him. Here's the deal. I hate that it's not Stevenson. It really bothers me. It's just the way he's born, man. It's just his name. I hate that it's not Stevenson. It bothers me. I, I, I can't help that. I can't change his name. I just wanted to tell you that that really bothers me. All right. It should be Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, after this, we've got... I just wrote down Omos versus Bob. I was so excited for this. Oh, wow. I love the entrance I for Bob. Think, I think Omos could be awesome. I, I, I'll i just let you keep that thought. Dude, he threw a buzzsaw kick in this match. Bobby Lashley Let's not go using words like throw or threw. He did, though. Here, Okay, here's my thing with Omos. I understand that the entire appeal is he's gigantic. Yeah. Fine. I don't need him to be, you know, great. It, it, so, like, in-ring, right? I That's the last thing I fucking need, quite frankly. I just need him to have, like, better sounds and facial expressions and shit. And there's times in this where I'm like, you don't even sound like the... Like, the classic trope is the lumbering idiot, right? Like, big guys are always... He sounds genuinely stupid. Stupid. There's just times where he's just... Whatever the fuck noise he's making, I hate it. I hate that. I hate his facial expressions. He never looks like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Probably because he fucking don't. But, like, hide it. Like, he's... I think... Okay. I think Omos is better um, in some aspects than Great Khali. Okay. Kali had better facial expressions even when having no facial expressions. <laughs> okay. Also, it made me realize just how much Big Show fucking ruled and we didn't appreciate him in his prime. Yeah. Big Show had a match on Dark. I saw. Yeah. Totally fine. Dope. Yeah. Uh, his knees look like they're pointing inwards and I'm, that makes me scared. Yeah, same. So then this match. Uh, I love Bob's gear. Yeah, they did kind of a cool entrance for him. That was fun. I I will t- I will say, hmm. I don't know what the fuck. How do, I don't know what I would put on him. But Omasa's gear really does suck. Uh, I'm glad you point that out because I had 
note here, and I threw it on the Twitter machine as well. Omos got his gear from Kohl's. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know what... I don't know... I'm man enough to admit I don't know what I would put on him, but anything else. I think, honestly, just a singlet and those same baggy pants like Kali wore. Like, if he doesn't want to go topless, fine. Whatever. Put him in those baggy dress pants or something. Like Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to see him in tights or anything like that. I think that would be. I just bumped the table. Sorry. Um, you know he can hear that, right? Yeah, I do. That's why what I'm doing? apologizing. What are you doing? What, what are you doing, Vinny? What are you doing? Um, I just had a note here on this too that says Lashley rules. I didn't think this was good. Uh, no, it wasn't. I was excited for this, but no. I thought it was smartly worked. I thought there was things in it that were good. Like, I loved how much they teased the suplex before paying it off. Yeah. And it's a thing where... I saw some people trying to be like, oh, well, the suplex wasn't even that impressive because he just threw him so fast. I'm like, that's a that motherfucker's seven foot plus and four... Like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. would have been amazing to get, like, a clean, stalling suplex? Absolutely. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't expect that. No. That would require Omos jumping. <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. Um, Lashley with the win, though. Yeah. This is kind of kind of interesting. I so I didn't expect it, honestly. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I mean. so, so after this, though... <laughs> uh, okay, so we've, we've talked about sometimes on here... Uh, sometimes a match is good because you have few notes. Yeah. Sometimes a match is bad because you have few notes. Folks, I gotta tell you, this next match, I have one note, and for me, it was in a positive. Really? As shocking as this may seem, we're talking about Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I was so hyped for this. I was not, and I think maybe really? I was not. I was genuinely like, God damn it, I don't want to watch this. Um, I had faith in Sammy. I Maybe I lost my faith in Sammy, but it is definitely renewed after this. Uh, and and I, I like Knoxville. We saw Jackass uh, Forever together. Yeah. A lot laughed, of hog. Laughed hard. A um, lot of hog. A lot of hog. Uh, <laughs> my only note on this whole thing before we talk about it. Shades of Hogan and Andre with the Wee Man Body Slam. I love this. That's I fucking your only love note. This. I love that that's, that's my only name. note. The rest of it, I was genuinely watching. I absolutely loved it. This the only thing I could pick ruled. on. Honestly, kind of helped the match. I think like I hated that the mouse traps were not set on that one table, or that they came undone when he brought it out. I don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like at the moment, I was like, "Oh no!" But then I'm like. Bro, you're watching Jackass the wrestling match. Like, how serious can you take it? You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. I loved it. I this, fucking loved this it. This fucking ruled. Hot yes. start. Sami Zayn just be beating the shit out of these guys. Dude, he really did, dude. All of them. All John, of them. At one point, one of my notes is, Johnny is dying. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. Uh, This this match is insane. The Okay, the laughing fit between me and Meg when they're on the outside running and that giant goddamn hand just fucking waffles Sammy. Yeah. 
I'm like looking away. I, like while I'm watching this show, I'm doing stuff, right? I'm making food. I'm eating food. I'm having beers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Dicking around on my phone. Who cares? The hand destroys Sami Zayn. Meg starts losing her shit, laughing at it. I'm like, huh? I look up and I see the pr- the replay. I start laughing at it. Then in the middle of her laughing fit, she points out. She goes, "How did he not see that?" <laughs> Which then made me laugh even harder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because it was at no point addressed or explained, like you know, there was no setup. Yeah. You didn't see Johnny Knoxville wheeling the giant hand into position. Yeah, that was good. Oh my god, it's so stupid. I loved it. Dude. When okay, so Party Boy comes out. Chris right? Pony's Party Boy, yep. Yeah. Which is cool. Then he gets his shit kicked in. Bro right in the face. Dude. <laughs> um then Wee Man comes out. Mm-hmm. And Beats the shit out of Sami Zayn. <laughs> it is so fucking funny. He, it is so fu- He's legitimately just. Ki- I love Dude. it. I absolutely. And then love it. Sammy boots him right in the fucking mouth too. Yeah. Like part of me, I'm like, is it a thing where they don't know how to protect themselves? Is Sammy laying this shit in to make sure that they sell it? Is it both? I would say it's probably a little bit of both. Like. I loved it. I it, this fucking is so loved good. it. It's so good. The it, Wee Man body slams Sami Zayn. And holds him. Yeah. And the body slam is like a clean... Perfect. It's... I don't know how it happened. Like, I don't even know the... I'm not going to try to speculate on the weight difference, but clearly Sami Zayn's noticeably taller, which honestly makes that very impressive. Yeah. Uh, I... I, I'm positive I've made this point before. I like comedy wrestling under the caveat that it is funny. Yeah. Yeah. This made me laugh. And wrestling so seldom does make me laugh. I was like, I, I don't really... Like, the only complaint that I have isn't the performer's fault. Like, the mousetrap thing at the very end, it didn't work. Yeah. Like, initially. Knoxville covered it as well as he could. All right. Like, I'm not going to be mad at Knoxville or Sami Zayn for their dumb PVC giant yeah, six-foot yeah. mousetrap <laughs> yeah. fucking up. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I, I even I know I tweeted about it from our account, but, like, if you have any device or prop in wrestling, it will fuck up. Yeah. I, I don't care who built it. I don't care how simple it is. If, if it's a pulley and the device is, I'm going to reel something up on this pulley and drop it on someone... It will break. Yeah. <laughs> it, like. Yeah. Dude, the way that Sammy, or uh, the way that Johnny Knoxville gets the upper hand in this match, in parts, mm-hmm. is the best. Like, when Sammy goes up to the top rope and he sets off the pyro in the corner. I like that. That was it's fun. It's so good. I love it. Like, he's not out wrestling Sammy Zayn. He's out I'm, jackassing him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I also like then when they go back to that corner that Sammy's like scared to go up for a second and like checking the pole. Yeah. To make sure the pyro doesn't go off. That okay, so when when Johnny throws him off the buckle onto that table with the mouse traps, mm-hmm. the table fucking evaporated. 
It oh yeah, gave him mousetraps. Mousetraps be damned. That's a that's an unbelievable bump. It gave him nothing. Yeah, he just he hit so hard. Oh my god. Um, I I absolutely love the finish. Mm-hmm. As dumb as it is, it's usually something I would hate, but I love it. Yeah, the mousetrap is why he, like Sammy couldn't kick out. I that's love it. So yeah. dumb. To me, this is a thing where it's like, if you're gonna go crazy. On this stage and everything else, you have to go full fucking tilt. Yeah. It's just, just, guys, we're going to have the dumbest match ever, and the response should be, oh, I'll show you something fucking dumb. Yeah. And that, this is what we get, and I fucking, I loved it. It's so good. Um, it's like, then, oh, they, then they cut back to, uh, Sami Zayn, who's still pinned under the mousetrap. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't any of the refs help Nobody's him? Nobody's helping him, yeah. <laughs> He's just left to stay there. <laughs> um, so after this, we have a four corners tag team match for the women's tag titles. Um, so I have just a few quick things here. These are all, in my mind, ramshackle teams. Mm-hmm. I noticed on the entrance that Sasha was very smiley and very happy, and I thought... I wonder if that's because you're going over. Spoiler. Yep. I I actually liked this one. I did, yes. It's just, it's very fast. It's mm-hmm. a lot of spots. There is some very cool stuff in here. They I did loved... a tangent, uh, tandem Tower of Dooms. Yes. And they both went perfectly. Yeah, that was good. Uh, there's some really cool tag team stuff in here. I love the uh, Rhea Ripley hits the riptide as Liv Morgan did a uh, backstabber or backcracker. That's so fucking good. I that was dope. I that absolutely love that. Yeah, that was that absolutely should have been the finish. Uh there's so much science going on in this Dude. match. Four years of Harvard in twelve minutes. Dude. Dude. I cannot get over Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. None of us can. <laughs> Dude, irreparable I damage has been done. I can't. I I don't know how to feel as a person. None of us do. We have all gained and lost. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not alone. No, no. Uh, and then uh, Sasha Naomi over my last note just says called it. Also, stupid move. <laughs> oh wait, well no, no, I kind of liked it. The fucking glam slam code breaker. You could call it that. The roll. Pisses me off. She does that roll. roll before the code breaker. What's, oh, what oh the, okay, what okay. What does yeah, the yeah, roll yeah. add? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, Chuck Taylor once tweeted, uh, I want you to know if you're a wrestler and you do a roll before hitting a move, I think you're a goober. <laughs> That's so good. Because I think that was the point where like somebody was like a roll into a cutter Yeah, was, was the hotness or something, or like a roll into a DDT. Like a jumping like Ziggler style thing. I was like, yeah, 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 I think I'm with you there, Chuck. Um, where are we? But at yeah, there? I like this match. Yeah, I do too. Um, fun, 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 fun. My uh, next, my next note is Edge and AJ. Mm. Hell yeah. Yeah, I had something similar here. I I was so excited for this match. Yeah, and, but I hated the build. I it was kind of weird. I hated it so fucking bad. And I'm I'm sitting here now looking back on it being like, wouldn't it have been a better 
catharsis to turn Edge heel if he had lost at Mania and like snapped because of it and became whatever the fuck it is that he is now. Yeah, probably. But instead it was like, I came back in 2020 for the people and everything I've done is for the people. Oh wait, fuck you, the people. Now I'm... I don't like this Edge thing. I, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I, I don't, maybe I, I just like don't it. get it. I like it. I think it's neat and different. I think he What am I missing off. here? I, I don't know. I, okay. I, I'm excited. I, I think I'm more excited to see where it goes than I like it. You know what I mean? I mean, sure. Maybe I'll I like the presentation it. Yeah. of it. I love the presentation of it. The the entrance here was cool. I love it. Like um, that was fine. What okay? So what ha- what about changing the music? Because we both love Metalingus. I do kind of like it too. Oh, maybe I gotta try to listen to it again. But I there's something about it where I just I don't care for it. Yeah. But it's I don't also, think it's, it's, it's I don't think it's as good. It's another Alter Bridge song too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Which I like that too. Like I appreciate that it's, it's the same like band, it's like Edge is doing what. Triple H tried to do, but he did a good band instead. Are you talking about from like going from my time to <laughs> no, like King of Kings and and oh oh Hale yeah and the that was so both Motorhead dumb yeah yeah I don't like Motorhead either I'm not I'm yeah, not I'm I not hate it bicker about Motorhead um um I was so stoked for this and then I just did not like this match. I'm so glad we're on the same page. It's I was, too long. It's, it's too slow. They do some neat stuff, but it's just... Like... I feel like it was a thing where it was like, they would do something cool. They would do some like sweet spot or a transition or a series of reversal, and I'm like, oh, neat. And then nothing would happen for three minutes. Yeah, that's kind of where like, I'm at. God yeah. damn it. And then they would be like, oh, fuck, we're doing some slick stuff. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And then nothing would happen. And I'm just like, guys, like, I, okay. I don't know if Edge is switching up his ring style because of this new character, but he absolutely shouldn't. No, he really shouldn't at all. Like, like him I trying hope, to be I hope slow that's and not methodical, what this is. I fucking hate. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see AJ Styles in slow matches. That's all. a waste of a booking. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and like, it's the thing too where I'm like, Okay, hang on. I gotta think of the right way to word this here. So, for the build of this, Edge throws out the open challenge. AJ accepts. Edge then seemingly incensed that someone answered the open challenge that he put out, beats the ever living shit out of AJ, and tries to murder him with the concerto, taking it. I'm sorry, AJ out of action for weeks. The match starts. AJ is aggressive and tries to go at him, which I was like, yeah. The ref pulls him back, and then we get headlocks. <laughs> Tackle, drop down, leapfrog, drop kick it. And I'm like, guys, he caved in your fucking brain box for no reason because you accepted a challenge that he offered. Why are you wrestling? <laughs> I hated the build for this so fucking bad. Yeah. Like, I know that they hate doing the pure wrestling build in the WWE. I know they hate it. This should have been that. Yeah. We shouldn't have fucking flipped Edge yet. Yeah. Why not? Just do a... Raw, hey, this raw is a after, dream match. This, yeah, Raw, raw after, after Mania. Mania. There's the new theme. If there you it is. to do that. Absolutely. Like, end, end your show with that. 
end your fucking Raw after Mania with that. Yeah. Do something shocking. Like, but instead it's like, gotta raise the stakes. Well, what are the stakes? Nothing is at stake here. There would have been more at stake if it had been face-face and they had just had a really good fucking wrestling match. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the finish, Damian Priest teleports from somewhere. <laughs> AJ, being a wrestler, is unable to focus on anything. Is momentarily distracted. Gets speared out of the air on the Phenomenal Forum, which I was like, I should have seen that coming as a finish. I called it. Good. I for some reason I didn't the thought somehow didn't even cross my mind. That's kind of like, oh, all right. I liked it though. I liked the. Finish. Oh, I I did too. Yeah. I liked the finish. Um, it's really this is like the biggest let letdown for me. Yeah, same. Because I was really really looking forward to this one. Way too long. Way too fucking long. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. After this. Oh, uh, New Day versus Europe happens. It goes two minutes. Nobody cares. I kind of liked it. I was just kind of like, why bother? When well, I I, I did um, hate it when it got when the finish happened because I was like, I wanted to see more of that. Yeah. Um. I don't know why. I kind of okay. I kind of like this Butch stuff. I kind of like what they're doing. The way that he's performing it, I kind of dig. Yeah. But it's the thing where I'm positive that it's just Vince McMahon being like, you know those old Looney Tunes cartoons where there's the big bulldog and the little terrier. I want you to be the little terrier. I don't even remember their names. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I like that. I like the way he's doing it at least. You're going to be the chicken hawk. My note. Seamus is foghorn leghorn. <laughs> but from Ireland. Uh, <laughs> my note on this, uh, um, accidentally because of autocorrect, says, I kind of like this bitch shit now. <laughs> So I thought I'd leave it there and put Butch in parentheses so that I'd remember why I wrote that. Um, they do the Taker thing again after this. Yeah. That's it. So then after this, we've got Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Oh, boy. So this might be a source of contention here because I think we've been on, on beat for you know pretty much all this. Okay. First things first. If the word generic could be put into human form and then cloned so you don't even get the original version, it'd be Austin Theory. The clone. You don't even get the original human form of gen- of generic. I Amazing. hate Austin Theory. I have at no point seen a person more bland in my life. If oatmeal were human. Okay, yeah. It just unbelievable. I'm not even going to get into the, like the fucking allegations against him and everything. That's a whole nother fucking kettle of fish. He offends me by being boring. <laughs> he fucking offends me by being standard. This motherfucker is <laughs> manual windows. I hate him. <laughs> um, he offends me by being boring. <laughs> I I guarantee you that at no point has Austin Theory told a joke, not his own. <laughs> Just something that he heard. I don't think he's ever referenced something that was entertaining, like, in conversation. I don't think he's ever watched television. Like, I don't think he's ever read a book. <laughs> this oh. might be the new best rant ever. Dude, it's... 
Hey, Austin Theory, what's your favorite pastime? Oh, I like to sit and stare at a blank canvas wall for just hours at a time. Like, he just... What? Why? What? What? There are people in better shape than him on that fucking roster. There were people in better shape than him in this fucking valley. And those people are dick smacks, and they can still have a better match than Austin Theory can. Anyone can have a better match than Austin Theory. Anyone. Everything that Austin Theory does in this match, I can do, you can do, my neighbor can do, and he's a nice guy who, to my knowledge, doesn't have fucking weird allegations about underage girls against him. Like, okay. Ah, oh, god damn it. I'm going to borrow a line that I used about somebody else. Austin Theory could wrestle in roller skates while on fire, and he would find a way to make it boring. <laughs> now, I say all of that to you, Brayden, mm-hmm. and to you, the people, Yes, to tell you how much I love Pat McAfee. Dude, so good. Now we're talking. I love Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is one of the top three workers of all time <laughs> because he got whoa. because he whoa, got whoa, whoa. hold on because he got an interesting and exciting match out of Austin Theory. <laughs> I can't sanction this buffoonery. I don't think Shawn Michaels could have gotten a good match out of Austin Theory. Okay, we're gonna throw start throwing hands here. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've gone too far in this for the sake of comedy. Like, just... Yeah, but this... I did like this. Um, I want to watch Pat McAfee have a match with one of those, like, training dummies that doesn't have legs but still has arms on it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, those boxing things or whatever? Like, the sandbags that are shaped like people? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm convinced he could have a good match with that. Yeah. Probably. There's a dude... On hard camp side, wearing a bright teal shirt. Yeah. Every single time the camera comes on, he stands up. Or, like, anytime, like, it's not just the camera goes on. But, uh, the, uh, anytime Austin Theory, like, plays to that side of the crowd, he stands up and goes like this, flipping off Austin Theory. I'm okay. Like, I mean, that's heat. There you go. Uh, what do you think of Pat McAfee getting Seven Nation Army for his entrance? Dope. I thought I thought that was dope. It was very out of nowhere, but it was great. I loved it. And the the uh, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders mm-hmm. punts the football as he comes out for that. I was kind of sitting here. I was like, it was weird because I was having this thought of like, I remember the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Like that was a thing in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking like, were they the first popular cheerleading squad? Or something? I I don't I feel know. Like they're the only. I don't know any other. They all have cheerleaders. Yeah, but I don't know any of the other ones. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, why is this a thing? Um, I don't know, I don't know. But then, uh, <laughs> also, I was watching this and I go, he, he played for the Colts. <laughs> yeah, that is true, <laughs> that is true. Um, uh, screw it, they're in Dallas. Fuck them. So <laughs> uh, yeah, man, like, I I dug it. Um, the Superplex. The, the crowd... Singing along for the song to rally him, the superplex, yeah. the missed swanton that was perfect. Yeah. Uh, the leap to the top rope superplex. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just so Fantastic good. shit. Loved it. 
Absolutely loved it. And then... And then... And then... We got a match, and I'm not even going to physically do it. I'm going to tell you guys there's air quotes there. Between Pat McAfee and Vincent Kennedy McMahon. All 76 years of him. And I ask you this. The people. What are we even doing? What, what are we even doing? Who is this for? What did this gain? What benefit was there from any of this? Like, I've... Even being unbelievably critical of his product, I've never, like, disliked Vince McMahon until this. Yeah. He is a doddering old shit. <laughs> and he needs to stay in the back. Or at home. Or home, anywhere. Home. Or a home. It's time for him to go home. Like, not only is this bad, it's really fucking bad, but Pat McAfee was over. And then one way or another, call it what you will, he jobs to Vince McMahon, who's 76 years old. Vince then celebrates with Austin Theory. When they play Austin Theory's music, Vince freaks the fuck out. Yes. Which, okay. You know that... Steve Austin is coming out here. Now, Austin Theory's music sounds like the audio of oatmeal. <laughs> and bread. Because it is unbelievably fucking bland, just like he is. Mm -hmm. Steve Austin's theme song starts with one of the most iconic things of all time. And if any person on Earth knows what that song sounds like, and it's not Steve Austin... Vince fucking McMahon. But his bug-addled, dementia-riddled brain hears a noise and goes, Oh! Blew the spot hard. Only to then blow the spot harder. Austin comes down, stuns Theory. He oversells it. In, in I think he was trying to one-up Scott Hall, which you can't do. Can't do that. I or gotta, pay hom homage. Dude, if, I, if that's it, then he failed even harder at that. I have an awesome idea for a spot that Austin Theory should do on Raw next week. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. Let's I'm say listening. He, you're listening. Okay. Let's say Austin Theory's in the ring and he's having a match with uh, Finn Balor. Okay. Finn. Finn Balor. I don't know if you can compete. There's a lot of beef in that ring. There sure is. And midway through the match, Austin Theory grabs the mic and says, I just realized I fucking suck. And he leaves. No. Now where does that take him? Jiffy Lube. Where he becomes the runner-up for Employee of the Month. How do we make any money on that? By stopping paying Austin Theory. He's going to be a world champion, you know. At Jiffy Loop. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him so fucking bad. That was a very good old Vince, by the way. Yeah, like that, yeah. that was disturbingly accurate. Thank you. Thank you. There's a new character to, on the board. Old Vince? Me. Yeah. Are, so, are we going to talk about this stunner? 
We have to. We would be remiss not to. You, you, you've seen it. I know, yeah. I know if you're listening to this, you've seen it. And if you haven't seen it, imagine the worst stunner ever. This is... <laughs> and I'm going to be generous here because I understand he's 76 years old. A hundred thousand times worse. It is a hundred thousand times worse than the worst stunner Vietnam, Afghanistan, oh. and Korea combined. Oh my god. Dude. I would be willing to enlist in like one of the useless branches of our armed forces if I could erase this from having happened. Okay, okay. The Coast Guard or some shit. They're Dude. not doing anything. <laughs> you might offend you, some people by saying that. But... Where are you guarding the coast from? Crabs? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, I saw a tweet from yep. Lance Storm okay. about this stunner. Oh, God. And he said, I guarantee you Vince was so focused on taking the best stunner of all time, or the best stunner that he's ever taken, that he forgot that there was a kick in the beginning and just went down... And then lost his balance from that. Oh! And I was like, Lance, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, actually, because like, like, he takes the kick and kind of goes down to his knees. Yeah, and, and then, then just Austin, waddles into the rope. Austin tries to pull him back up, but he lost his balance and then fluttered back. He's just Grandpa Simpsoning all around the fucking place there, yeah. How did he... But my thing is, how did he do a reverse Casey and go backwards? On, no, actually, that's a... That is a Casey. It is a he Casey. Because he took a back bump on an RKO. I don't know. How did he do a Casey? I don't know. And honestly, it's a thing where it's like, I know Austin just laughed it off and everything. That being the last one. On McMahon, yes. Like, leave the memories alone, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Go, go have your fucking Metamucil, watch Matlock, and go to fucking bed at Dude, five. Matlock fucking Matlock rules. Matlock does fucking rule. Matlock, Matlock rules. rules. I'm not shitting on Matlock. I'm just saying okay. it's targeted for a specific demographic. And I am that demographic. I don't think you are, but... <laughs> Dude, the theme song fucking rules. It does. It really are fucking we, does. Are we gonna do this? Oh, I, I'm, I'm rocketing towards YouTube right the fuck now. Okay. Uh... But, like, also, the, the internet is, like, the greatest and worst thing of all time. I can't... Oh my god, you dropped your papers. No, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with that intro. I, I love it. I love that you are familiar with Matlock, a show that was now, dated as fuck when I was a child. Now, I, I hear you're Matlock, and I raise you... <laughs> this is my new entrance theme. <laughs> is it not the best, dude? What is this? Someone made a hip-hop version of it. 
I love it. Anyway, dude. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite theme songs for a show besides, like, Magnum T.I. Or P.I. Magnum P.I. Yeah. That's, that, uh, dude. Fantastic. Anyway, so, um, that was a, a random tangent. A little bit. So, it's main event time. Pat McAfee did take an awesome stunner. That he and did. He did the guzzling beer Drank on beer the on the ground, yeah. So good. Good for Pat McAfee. Um, main event time. There's a metallic song for the video package. Pretty decent video package. Hell yeah. Love that. Um... I thought the build for this, even though it took some pretty wild turns throughout, was pretty good. Yeah, big same. Um, it's interesting, too, because the hot rumor was, when, so at day one, that pay-per-view, right? Mm-hmm. Rumor and innuendo was the original plan was for Roman to lose the belt there. And then COVID happened, and that match didn't occur. And that's how we got Brock in that five-way, where he wins that belt. Mm. Which he then loses to Bob Lash, and then regains at Elimination Chamber, and here we are. So kind of a wacky build. Yes, definitely. Um, would have been way different if I think COVID had not interfered, but it did. Yeah, I would not have wanted Roman to lose that. Same. There. No, I agree. Um, Lesnar doing his own introduction here was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I love Lesnar's mic stuff. Same. Uh, uh, now. They, uh, did you notice that Roman in boots? Yeah. Like new boots. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. They had the yeah. little flying doing fan this, fist thing. Fan? The what? Superman punch. That's it. Fan. I don't know what I was saying there. <laughs> um, uh, Brock Shine in this fucking rules. Just overhead belly to bellies? Yeah. Yeah. I had a note here that says, these two, they kind of always have the same match. Yeah. But it still kind of works. Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting to me, but, like, I, sometimes I just wish they would, like, hey, why don't we try something different this time? Yeah. But I understand that, like, you have agents and producers and people telling you what's up and yeah, you know, whatever. Definitely. Um... I wanted to see a little bit more match before the finish. Uh, there's a lot going around about this. Mm-hmm. So the hot rumor is that Roman was hurt during it. Hot rumor is Brock was hurt during it. And they were like, wrap it up. Um, yeah, I, I, it just kind of felt underwhelming and short. Yeah. Which is weird because I think one of my running themes about this night in particular was that everything was too long. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I expected more. Especially when they're literally calling it the biggest match in the history of WrestleMania. Big same. Yeah. I was like... I hated that, by the way. Oh, that I did so too. stupid. Well, I hate any time that they do that shit. Yeah. And I know it's the nature of the beast that, like, you can't... Whether you're WWE or otherwise, you can't announce and promote something that's like, It's another show! <laughs> yeah. It's a good show. Like, I get that, but it's... It, yeah. Part of me, I was You're like... You're going too far. Yeah, well, 
Wait, not everything can be the greatest. This is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time, but we just had the greatest wrestling match ever a couple years ago. Remember that? So is that match greater than that one, or is that one greater than that one? That one one wasn't on WrestleMania. But that one's the greatest wrestling match ever. So technically, it should be better than that one, because that's also a wrestling match. Hot take? That one was better than this. I agree. Um, I just, yeah, this just left me feeling gypped, honestly. I was like, I didn't care for it. Like, yeah. The finish was really out of nowhere. Yeah. And not in my mind in a good way. Big big same. And I also, I, I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see Roman take it. Me too. I really thought, alright, we're done with this experiment and we're just... I'm so glad that they're not. Brock I love, stats. I want this to keep going. I oh, I it. do too. And we both love Brock. Yeah, I, I, I said it all weekend. Yeah. I love Brock, but I really don't want him to win. Yeah. I would love for them to use this to make somebody else. Yeah. And the problem is that as, oh man. If this if this starts some fucking dialogue, great. And if not. It's, it's just my take. I don't have any faith in this company to make stars at this point. I think they do maybe one a decade. Yeah. It was John Cena and now it's Roman. Mm-hmm. I think Brock is, in my mind, a self-made star. I think if Brock had not left and quit and gone and been a star in UFC, no. he He's not where he's at, right? So, Brock is a self-made one. Cena was the last decade and now he's gone. Roman is the guy now. If you look at that roster and you think who is believable and who's a big enough star to dethrone Roman, guys, I don't like to be the guy to say it. It's Cody Rhodes. Okay. He's the hottest thing in the company right now that is not named Brock or Roman. Okay. You just brought him back. He's and he's ready made. He's a ready made star from elsewhere. They don't have to make him. They just have to not fuck up. Yeah. And okay. I have no faith I have no faith in them to to not fuck. They they will. They will undoubtedly fuck this up. Yeah, definitely. But if it was built properly, imagine how big Cody versus Roman could be at SummerSlam. Brother. Yeah, that'd be good. Even the people that don't like Cody Rhodes talk about Cody Rhodes. Yeah. But people that don't like Cody Rhodes pisses me off. There's some complaints that I can understand. Yeah. Um, but, like, the the people that are just like, oh, fuck him. Why? Like, you you gotta give me a why. Um, problem is, I'm thinking, I want Roman to hold this belt for, like, another year. If he makes it to SummerSlam, it's two years. I love, I love it. I do, too. I love it. You, like... You have something here. Roman is has a long reign and is pretty fucking awesome right yeah. now. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Just do it right. It doesn't feel stale. Somehow, yeah, it still doesn't feel stale. And, and there is still the possibility of more mileage out of it. Exactly. They could feasibly find a way to turn him face. And then you get even more mileage out of it. You know, like... Yeah. And there are people that they could feasibly, with the right build and everything else, him and Drew McIntyre, 
that's totally viable. Pi- that's totally fine. Yeah. You can make something happen with that. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of think that... And and the part of me that would like love to see that, because, like, Drew won that belt twice, and both times there were no fans. Yeah. And that fucking sucks. Jesus. Like, for him personally and professionally, whatever. That sucks, man. Like, whatever. Yeah. And I'm a Drew McIntyre fan, but, like... Same. Big same. I also feel like... He hasn't done shit, really, since people came back, except lose to Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So, the crowd, I don't know. Like, but, you get the machine behind somebody, you can make them, right? Uh, You can. (laughs) If we had a timeline for his return, Big E is the guy. Okay. Big E coming back from a broken neck, going up against the unstoppable, unbeatable Roman Reigns. What more? You know what I mean? Like, you can add anything else to it, and that story is just right fucking there. Mm-hmm. But it's also not fair to sit here and be like, "Well, if you're back in the next few months, big like, he he could have died, <laughs> you know, like, woof, yeah." Overall, though, what do you think of night two? Uh, a little underwhelming overall. I was looking more forward to it, but I feel like less of it delivered. Uh. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. I, night one was better by a large margin yes. in my mind. A largin, if you will. <laughs> it just a sounds, largin. It just sounds gross. It was uh it was better by a largin. Um large majorgin. Large majorgin. Marginal 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 Jargin. Um Yeah, there I I honestly outside of like this is going to sound weird. Depending on the person I'm talking to, if I'm going to recommend something from night two, it's honestly going to be either Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Agree. Or Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. Okay. It's bonkers to me to think those are my two favorite matches from night two. Yeah. But there they are. Uh, You got anything else? Not as far as the show goes. Good. Um, well, this was a bonus episode, and it's really late, and I'm really tired. So instead of some sort of like a good, witty, like fun closing, uh, fuck you. Oh. What are we here doing?